Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Michael Daily Reflections. Another stream of my consciousness. Today is December 27, 2021. And uh, this episode is a reflection that I had from a conversation with my girlfriend last night. I was supposed to do it, but then I got pretty sleepy. So I decided to just you know, skip, skip a day. Two-day rule. As long as I don't uh, quit a habit two days in a row, um, then uh, it's good. So, episode 116, Completely Love. This is a concept that I have picked up um, from a podcast a while back. There's a quote that says, I want to learn whatever it takes to make someone feel completely loved. Yet that is from a mother to her daughter. And I was pretty touched by that quote. So I decided to just copy that and put it on my Twitter uh, bio. So I want to learn whatever it takes to make someone feel completely loved. I think it's pretty powerful. And... um, it's a concept that I don't think a lot of people are aware. The, com- the concept of loving someone fully, completely. So how do you do that? Like, what does it take to make someone feel completely loved? I think it's the answer need uh, to be discovered uh, in each individual life. Depends on each circumstances. So not really a specific instructions but i think uh, if we have uh, a principle something uh, some examples that we can internalize and figure it out ourselves then it will be helpful i'm not sure if there are books available i bet there are but um i think this is something big that uh, i'm potentially um pursuing you know this mis- mission of um, learning whatever it takes to make someone feel completely loved. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. It has a dramatic impact on the other person's life or in your own life as well. As you have the power just to make the world a better place by making the people around you feel better, right? making their life better, yeah, create more love in the air, yeah. Make love abundance. Yeah, that's something uh, I think I'm able to do somewhat uh, with the my intimate relationships with my girlfriend. We talked about it yesterday. Kind of have some examples from uh, you know our own relationships and th- things that we, uh, that we observe in real life. We do notice that yeah, our re- relationship has been developed to the point of um, like very deep I think that we completely understand each other uh, well and is also inspired by questions that we had uh, the night before there was drinking game and there was questions that uh, 
What are some of the things that you're afraid to tell your significant other? What are some of the things that I'm afraid afraid to tell my girlfriend? And yeah, same question will ask to my girlfriend, afraid to tell me. And we both couldn't really think of anything that we were afraid to tell each other because we kind of talk uh, to all of the vulnerable stuff already. We have got through a lot of issues in our own life and just talk through it, communicate, understand each other and able to connect on a deeper level. So, yeah, it's a nice feeling to have someone where you can just not afraid to tell anything. But one of the answer uh, to that question, um, my answer was, I'm not afraid to tell my girlfriend anything, but I I am afraid that um, she is, I guess, not willing to consider my perspective on some of the things that I might say or something like that. Because it has already happened as a fight uh, that we had. She was just basically out of it, refusing to talk um you know, communicate there is a misunderstanding and uh, it kind of takes us a while to untangle of all of the thoughts that she has and we were able to resolve it but yeah, it was pretty serious and I was quite uh, afraid at that point it's like, wow, I didn't really expect that reaction yeah, it turned out to be something deeper in her own life some trauma of her past and we were able to resolve that and um, just come to a better understanding of each other. So, yeah, a reflection from that fight, I think, is um, usually a reason, a deeper reason of any possible overreactions or just anything, yeah. So, sometimes just be patient and take, take the time and don't rush things to resolve a problem immediately maybe you know, just uh, slowly communicate and connect you know find the bridge that can kind of connect the, the distance between each other so I think this would be helpful but anyway that's uh, some of the rambling of the background context for this episode and just to get into the idea of completely love um, I think I still have a long way to go to go in my uh, love journey. Um, I only have figured out, you know, some of the things in my own life from journaling and uh, just starting to have a better understanding of uh, dealing with other people, you know, with the other relationship that I have, but, but most intimately with my girlfriend right now. So it's still a journey, a lot more to go, and. I'm sure that I will be able to find more methods, more principles that I'll be able to apply in the future. But uh, here are some of the thoughts I have that I've been um, kind of noting down. So how do we um, have the answer to that questions? What does it take to um, make someone feel completely loved? And uh, it's good to have a definition of love. Well, I just thought of that now. But yeah, 
<laughs> I don't have that uh, answer in mind yet. Um, but I think uh, when you connect to a person, there are multiple aspects, you know, physically, mentally, and psycho psychologically. So it's important to be able to connect to multiple aspects and really studies science, biology, to really understand the fundamental, you know, with physics, um, you know, in, in your own body, well, it makes someone feel loved by getting healthy together, improve our own life, our own situations, so we all feel better, we are, um, you know, mentally, uh, physically fit, you know, be able to enjoy some of the activity together, really get those high of uh, you know exercise or those high of um, wonder you know awe of tra from traveling so in order to do those kind of things together we both should be fit should, should be healthy so that is the physical aspect and about the mental for sure there's a lot of reflection to be done in our own life to resolve some of the trauma in our past and Yes, it's important uh, to be able to connect mentally, to have the same value, to understand each other' preferences, cultures. Yeah, talk about health. You know, also the food aspect. Yeah, for the mental worldview. Yeah, so all those kind of little things. Yeah, it's a. Uh, combination of all these improvement in different aspects of life so I guess in order to love someone well and completely you first have to start figuring out the stuff yourself first just really love yourself completely first and really make your life as enjoyable as possible so from there you can kind of transfer some of the knowledge that you already have to make the other person life a little bit better. Yeah. I think we can probably talk, uh, have a conversation with my girlfriend eventually uh, to see what some of the things that we have learned in our own relationships. But uh, I'm just glad to say that I do have positive impacts in my girlfriend health, um, fitness, and um, mental health as well. I just share some of the things that I have learned you know, from uh, the podcast, all these knowledge that I have gathered, uh, and just share that with her, and she thinks that it makes sense. She started to incorporate that into her own life, and she feel better in certain aspects, and it's just her feedback loops that really compound uh, all these tiny little things. And psychologically as well, this is the concept that I just listened to today, um, probably trying to link it in the show notes about the concept of bonding um, with you know people we human or social animals and there's something psycholo psychologically about the chance to hang out with someone and connect through an experience um, connect uh, by doing something together listening, listening to the same song or just be able to understand some inside jokes that we both have. 
some some something that we can only the two can understand you know the the couple can understand uh, something really powerful that strengthen the relationships of the couple yeah just these are just the thoughts that I just note down um, as it's my stream consciousness went by I just picked up uh, pieces to pieces so it's not really a complete guy or a complete principle yeah I have not figured it out yet but I think as time go by as we mature in our own relationships and we start to have kids build a family all these little things I hopefully gather and maybe in the future I can make a book or I can at least do a fuller uh, complete episode podcast mm, yeah that'd be helpful I think for people to understand because I, I do notice uh, with different people with different relationships their experiences tend to be quite shallow um, maybe I just don't really see the deep connection moment between them now, that is one of the thing as well but from what I observe um, there are certain certain things that can be enjoyed on a deeper level that people are not um, seeing you know there are things that um, people communicate through actions but the intention was not being understood yeah, there are a lot missing in translations. Words are certainly very limiting. And when we cannot just connect our thoughts together, then it's, it's hard for us to understand each other and harder to love each other completely. Yeah, people do struggle to communicate. That's just one of the themes that I've been talking lately as well about language. Um, yeah. In the other, in the last episode, actually, language, you know, when two different language, you struggle to communicate. But then, people still uh, very uh, limited by you know, even the same language. It's very hard to put thoughts into words. It's, it's a process that ones need to learn and kind of cultivate a skill. Myself, I, I think I got gotten better. Uh, communicating my thoughts, you know, my feelings, because the process of writing journal, writing my thoughts out every single day, it's a lot easier for me now just to kind of say what I have in mind, say it out, and just not, yeah, just flow out very well when I'm in the zone. So I think it's just. Um, one of the things that will be helpful that people can learn. Also, how to make someone feel completely loved is um, the ability to understand what they need, um, you know, what they actually need. So, um, like the art of gift giving, uh, I think that's something I'm proudly um, uh, able to say that 
I'm able to give some of the very good gift lately um, just to my girlfriend or to the family because um, I kind of put myself in their own perspective and really see uh, trying to see that uh, you know what would that item help them uh, what would um, that items generate if they have that in their possessions you know a certain item can generate some joy when you look at some memories uh, fun memory some memorable experiences so those are the things that I tend to give and maybe in the usefulness the value that can bring to the, the person life so I, I try to aim for that uh, and yeah r relatively my girlfriend enjoy my gift very much and that that is something um, powerful as well when you a skill to learn when you want to love someone deeply give giving yeah. give something that they truly need and even sometimes not knowing that they would need it yeah that is that is a powerful uh, powerful move what's the word for it uh, that is a powerful thing to have the ability to give great gifts <laughs> yeah also love I think it is a process it requires a constant amount of work not just like a phase in the beginning and then you know the honeymoon phase like people used to say it it's an everyday process like uh, an analogy that I just thought of earlier I have like a plant I have flower when I first bought it it was yellow you know very beautiful very very vibrant and then the flowers start to fade away um, and then new flower come but the color is not as yellow anymore it's a little bit more light and new generation of flower come and less and less and less flower well the reason is because I didn't really supply more nutrient to the soil I didn't really supply fertilizer I just provide water just a barely minimum to keep it alive and um, you know the plant still is alive but it doesn't thrive as well and that is the same thing with relationship and people you know when when we first meet each other we get into a relationship everything is pink everything is lovely everything is in the honeymoon phase and yeah we just give this constant attentions um, give all this uh, care that, that you know, we have this energy that we have but then slowly that energy fade away and some people fail to keep the fire going or at least keep it going strong they only do it occasionally like valentine or some special date birthday but it's not in the daily process and that is what's missing so the relationship tend to be quite shallow because of that there can be just fun and happy moment but there can be some dull moment there can be some down moment 
But if we put in the effort and really do the tiny things on the daily uh, basis, then like r relatively the happiness scale uh, of a couple will probably can be 80% and sometimes go to 100 and then go down maybe when we fight down to 50 but as will be above the 50 range it will be thriving not just surviving and that is um relatable to many aspects of life as well you want to thrive in life you don't want to just survive I guess it is applicable to many aspects of life when you have like 80% most of the time then you're able to tolerate the downturn much better if you have barely minimum surviving limit then yeah the downturn might happen and it's wiped down the relationships end up in divorce end up in breakup So, I think just once we dive into this topic, we start to make connection with real-life example. Yeah, but I, I think that's the, the point that I'm trying to make. Try to put in the effort on the daily process. Love each other every single day. The concept of honeymoon every day. Yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend about that. Because reflecting in our own relationships, we do have a relative, relatively happy time together. I think like 80% of our time together, we are very happy, very much in love. We've been dating for two years now. Maybe it's, some say it's still honeymoon phase. But... With all the things that we have, all these principles that we live by, I think we will be able to maintain that well in the future. Yeah, some of the things that we have in our life in corporate is this texting that I really like. My girlfriend have this concept of eleven eleven. That is just to make a wish. Like eleven eleven a.m. or eleven eleven p.m. She just send that text if she ever stumble upon that. Uh, time and we're able to make a wish together it's a moment in a daily life that we connect and just kind of catch up on each other it's also a very neat way to uh, tell tell each other that hey I'm thinking of you you know you're on my mind so it's just very sweet and we start to do that and we start to expand more you know, with that texting with different time, you know, like the concept of one four three, so one four three p.m. or even one four three a.m. Um, one four three is coded for I love you. Yeah, I love you. One four three. Yeah, we have that game. We just expand to more stuff. Sometimes we just pick a number like. 222 two, two is a good number or we can just do math like 113 one, never mind 112 one, so 1 plus 1 equal 2 or 123 is like 1 plus 2 equal 3 something like that yeah just do math but the idea is just to 
start a conversation, like a text, to catch up. Uh, we don't have to talk a lot. We just catch up on what we're doing. Uh, we just text, and then my, my girl. I sometimes text like three, four, five, and then my girlfriend later texts five, 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 something like that. Uh, and if we have question, then we just brought it up. One question, you answer. Just really kind um, of see. Uh, yeah, just to catch up on each other. So. That is some of the tiny little things that I think really helps strengthen our relationships, create more joy in our life. Um, Yeah, all these little things I think can be breaking down to smaller episodes. So this is kind of like a big one that I combine all the things in my mind. But there are probably more that I can uh, uh, I can tell uh, more examples that I can provide. But yeah, just an idea for the episode, the concept of completely love. What does it take for someone to feel completely love? So this that's it for today's episode, today's reflections. Uh, I hope that you find something valuable, something um, relatable, something insightful that you would um, you know, enjoy and able to incorporate it in a positive way in your own life. And um, yeah, time for you to reflect on that question as well. What would it take for someone to feel completely loved? What would it take to make your partner, your mom, your dad, your siblings, your friend, your grandmother, your family members, even your enemy, <laughs> your nemesis? What would it What would it take to make them feel completely loved? And then, well, let's start with you. What would it take for you? To feel completely loved. Wow, that's a good question. What would it take for me to feel completely loved? Maybe another episode. Another episode. Another Stuart Michael Daily Reflections. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, if you have anything, if you have anything that you'd like to tell me, then don't hesitate to uh, make a direct message. Okay, see you later, alligator. <laughs>